Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast focusing on the booming Chinese equine market, bringing to you by two experts of Chinese equine industry, Zoe King and Wen Li from Shanghai and Beijing, introducing China to the world. Good morning, Wen. How's it going? You know, summer is nearing its end and is leaving silently, but at the same time, a lot is happening in China. That sounds intriguing. So, what we have for today is China news. On August twenty, Yulong's Raptors became two-time G1 winner Caravaggio's first runner and winner in mainland China at a maiden race. The horse is one of the seventy-five thoroughbreds Yulong purchased from Ireland and arrived in China on March two. That was the first thoroughbred shipment from Europe to Chinese mainland since the outbreak of COVID nineteen. Exactly. Shortly after the race. Yulong Jockey Club's general manager, Mrs. Ma Jing, said Yulong will put races only open for foreign-bred runners into 2023 racing calendar with a total purse of three to four million RMB. That's four hundred thirty-nine thousand to five hundred eighty-five thousand U.S. dollar. This demonstrates Yulong and China Horse Owners Alliance commitment to bring overseas runners and bloodline to China to boost. Breeding and raising market here. In our China's club section, we'll bring in Zhuzhao Zhen Equestrian Club, which was founded in 2015 in Zhuma Dian City, Henan Province. The club is a horse-themed business dedicated to build horse-related tourism industry and ecological agriculture. Zhao Zhen Equestrian Club has 50,000 square meters for professional training, and it is one of the largest clubs in Henan. It also has a multifunctional hall, which can accommodate fifty hundred viewers at the same time. The club has more than a hundred horses, such as Frisian horse, Arabian horse, Quarter horse, Wombrot horse, and Thoroughbred. From 2015 onwards, Jiao Zhen Equestrian Club was awarded Elite Club by ZOMA International Western Equestrian Union. National Triple E Scenic Area and listed in Henan Province Leisure and Sightseeing Park in 2020. Yes, and the club held the fourth leg of 2016 National Barrier Racing Tournament and served as filming location for Henan TV's program Li Yuan Spring and Movie Shotgun, which premiered earlier this year. Now it's time for our China story. We cover the Chinese rider Wang Xinjiang was going to race in the grueling 1,000-kilometer Mongol Derby in this season's fifth episode, and the race was over, and Wang finished in the second place. Let's hear from her. The first question is, how do you feel about Mongol Derby? What have you achieved? So the Mongol Derby is called the world's longest and toughest horse racing. After I competed in this race, I found it very true. During the eight days riding, I've been through heat, I've been through coldness. There were windy days, rainy days, and sunny days that burn your skins. I also went through a lot of different terrains, such as mountains, rivers, sand dunes, or just an、um, open plain field but full of marmot holes. So the weather and the condition is very changeable. If you come came across any bucking horses, that will just make things even worse because you have to struggle with your horse and you have to deal with all of the、um, unpredictable situations. So yeah, it is very tough. Um, it is a real challenge for every single rider, both mentally and physically. 
What have I achieved from the race? I think I gained more confidence on my navigation skills. Um, because before I went to Mongolia, I never used any professional GPS devices before. Every day, I just use Google Maps on my phone to go to places, and even with the、uh, Google Maps on my phone, I can get lost a lot of times. So I wasn't really good at finding the right directions.、Um, even my colleagues in my last company, they were making fun of me. They were saying, "Oh, Victoria, you might just end up going to Russia," which I did actually during the first day. So if you Go back on the、uh, the Mongol Derby's website on the live tracking page. You can still see my tracking there, and you can see between horse station two and horse station three, I made a very long detour to go around the mountains. So my navigation at the beginning was crap, but later on I like I gained more experience. I got to know okay, so this mountain you can go over instead of go around. I just gained more experience on the navigation skills. So, so yeah, I'm quite happy that、uh, I obtained something, some new ability during the during the race. The second question is, what was your biggest obstacle during the race? I think for me, the biggest obstacle was the fear of unknown, especially during the first three training days and the first racing day. Um, this year they had two Mongol Derby races. One was the July edition, and the other one was the August one. So I was following all of the riders in the July Derby, and I saw a lot of accidents. For example, there were two riders who fell into the river on the very first day, and there was a girl who broke her scapular, and there were people. Who broke their ribs and and thumb? A lot of people fell off their horses, and it was it was like a chaos. So I was very worried about、um, everything. So the fear of unknown was full of my mind during the first couple of days, but on the second day in the morning, from just out of horse station three, I fell off my horse for the first time. I. Really, um, hurt my right thighs and my side body was all bruised, but that just wiped out all the fear of the um of everything. Cause I've already fallen off a horse and I got lost on the first day. What else should I fear about, right? So I like after that falling. I didn't really have any obstacles at all. And the final question: Anything funny along the road? Well, I found there's one thing that was quite funny, but also a little bit of scary was dogs. So during the whole race, you will pass by a lot of local girls, which is the Mongolian tents. And usually, if you get too close to the tents, the、uh, the family's dogs will come out and. And try to bark at you in your face. They are not afraid of your horses at all. They will come and try to bark you in your face. They will follow you for a very long distance, try to chase you out. So that was really scary when they bark at you because they look very genuine. You feel like the next minute they will just jump on and 
try to bite you, eat you, and your horse. So that was quite scary. But the funny thing is,、um, I think that was between horse station eleven and horse station twelve. We have to cross over some rivers, and it was raining badly that day. So all of the rivers look very. Um, like not very promising to go across by yourself. During that leg, I was riding by myself, and I had a very naughty, barking little horse with me. So that horse was quite sensitive. I have to、um, hold on the reins tightly the whole time, otherwise, you know, you never know whether the horse will bolt off or the horse will become very barky, try to back you off. So both me and the horse, we were very、uh, worried about the whole thing.、Um, so I was looking for a a point to cross over the river, but all of the rivers, you see the water coming very fast, and it, it looks very deep in the in the river. So I was confused、um, about the route I was going. I was worried because I tried to cross over the the river several times, but every time when I get closer to the river, I was like, "No, it looks very deep. I don't want to get drawn、uh, in the river with my horse." So I have to turn the horse away and try to find the next point to go across. So we wasted quite a lot of time along the rivers. I was very worried because I. Before horse station eleven, I was in the lead. But after this horse horse station eleven, a lot of other riders they already gone past me, and I I was worried that um you know the whole race and everything, um so yeah so I was um hesitating around the river, and all of a sudden there was a Mongolian tent like a girl. In the opposite side of the the river, and there were two dogs barking at me badly. So I stopped there. I was checking my GPS, and then I um I was looking up and and saw the two dogs barking at me. They were trying to cross over the river to come nearby me and bark at me. So I was like, okay, I'll just stay here and see whether they can. Cross over the river at that point. If the dogs can cross the river, that means me and my horse can cross over the river as well. So I was just standing there with my horse, and waiting the dog to to swim over and bark at me in my face. And then the dogs went down to the river. Finally, I found that oh, the river wasn't that deep because the dogs did didn't even need to swim. They were walking. Through the river, and then finally they reached to、um, my side of the river, started barking, and I instead of being annoyed, I was very happy. I was very thankful that、um, they came and barked at me because I can finally cross over the river. So me and my horse, we were confidently walking through the river at that point. So that was quite funny. I love the dogs. I mean, they look very cute. But、um, a lot of people warned all of the riders, saying that do not pet the dogs. They are like working dogs. They're not your、uh, backyard pet dogs. So that was quite fun to have that kind of、um, interaction with the dogs at the river.
this is the seventh episode of season three. I hope you enjoy and the monthly China horse business life is coming soon. The next webinar will take place on the 5th of September from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. CST. Yes, and guys, see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. This podcast is co-hosted by Zoe King and Wen Li, powered by Wonder Horse, a business solution provider focusing on Chinese equine market and a bespoke equestrian community in China.